0: This is Warrior's Way Podcast, Episode 18, and I'm James Eek. As we train in the martial arts, we learn not only how easy it is to hurt another person, but over time we learn about how this human machine of ours works. We learn about injuries, biology, and in a way come to understand how, in the old days, a martial artist was also the community healer. Because when you fully embrace the martial arts, you embrace the two sides of that sword and you find that you want to help others. Of course, to get there is the hard part. Most people, whether they like to admit it or not, go through a stage that I call brown belt syndrome, where they have a fully latched on to the aggressive parts of the art and understand how simple it is to hurt someone. The thing is, there's a small voice that sometimes whispers that we'd like to see just how well we've learned the lessons and the violent side of the martial arts slides into our system and we actually want to see what it is like to take the other guy's head off and use what we've been working on for so long after all the years and all the sweat and all the work. Luckily for most of us, this passes without an incident. As time goes on, we take that knowledge just how easy it is to hurt someone And most turn it into something else. This something else can be amazing and it can be empowering. There's some martial arts that focus on what is called internal martial arts and martial arts which do the opposite, focusing on the external martial arts. And while both have their benefits, the reality is when you're working on the external, you're always working on the internal and vice versa. By incorporating the martial arts into our lives, we can gain a greater ability to manage depression, anxiety, and stress. We learn to cultivate mindfulness and focus and create a sense of knowledge of the self, who you are and where you are in the world and your life, as well as a sense of calm. Through the discipline of the martial arts and pushing yourself past what you had believed were limitations at first and then later realized that those limitations didn't exist, you find that you become someone far different than you were before you trained and someone that is different than the people who don't practice a martial art. I believe a key part of the healing aspect of the martial arts is in its lessons of learning to let go and to not dwell on things, and perhaps more importantly, on mindfulness. Mindfulness is the thing we learn through disciplined focus on a task. We learn to disengage the mental chatter and just look at what is in front of us as something we have to get through, a challenge, and mindfully push through. There's a lot of stress that the martial arts puts us under in subtle yet fun ways that teach us to maintain a calm, stoic self when put in stressful situations. With time, the stoic attitude finds its way into everything we do. When things arise in life, we attack it with the same drive as in the dojo, telling ourselves it's a challenge that we can get through, that this won't beat us, That life can throw worse things at us, so we better use this as training. Perhaps we will get to the point where we see that stress and worry are what gives birth to anxiety and depression. And the way to combat them is through learning to utilize a sense of calm and serenity and inner drive. That this isn't going to beat you. That you are the calm, powerful center in the midst of a storm. That you will come out just fine on the other side. The answer is in the mindful and calm discipline that the martial arts gives us. It doesn't matter what life throws at you. It could be any sort of stress. Martial arts teaches you to see it as a matter of your training and to simply push through. Any martial art has been punched in the nose when sparring knows that you can't just stop. It might hurt, your eyes might be watering, but you have to push through. Later, on the other side, you f- might find yourself considering that sore nose is a bit of a mark of honor, that you were able to keep going, that you're a fighter, that this pain you're feeling, it's just temporary. You might even use the pain itself as a teacher and try to feel where it's actually coming from, how it feels in your body. Is it actually there or are you making more of it than it deserves? realizing that you aren't the first person who's been bopped in the nose and you won't be the last and that life can do far worse things than punch you in the nose so you'd better just keep on trucking it's all just training so take a deep breath and keep going there are endless drills in the martial arts where eventually the student is able to shut down the brain and just do the movement required we find this in filipino martial arts hubad lubad drills in sombrada or in Jeet Kune Do when working on the mukjong, or involved in trapping and sensitivity drills. By letting go of your mind from conscious thought and simply doing what is required, a martial artist can, with time, achieve a high state of awareness that lets them simply be in the moment. In Chinese martial arts and philosophy, they call this Dao, or the Way. In Japanese martial arts, as well as Zen Buddhism, it is called Mushin, or no mind. Think of it as the eye of the storm, a calm, placid center in the middle of chaos. Not only can you find this calm, centered mindfulness, that it can relieve stress, but it will bring many other health benefits as well. Never forget that a human being has all the aspects of us connected. If we can find peace and serenity, even if at the start only in the dojo, then we will, without a doubt, find our general health and well-being improve. As our mental and emotional health improves through, through learning to turn down the internal volume, how can your physical health not improve as well? Add to this the general benefits of a healthy lifestyle that the martial arts impresses on its practitioners. And you can see how any serious or long-time martial artist with some will share some similar health benefits. It's important to remember that the human body was meant to be strong and powerful. It was meant to move. Some have even suggested that our hands evolved as they did because they're meant to be used as fists as weapons. Anyone who's trained in the martial arts understands how it feels to get into the groove and really train. There's nothing like it on earth. When you're doing it, you may be tired, you might be dripping sweat, you might be frustrated, but you also feel great, natural, and full of life. Do you want to know a secret? I mean, one that will really change your life and give you not only longevity, but also peace of mind? Here it is. Spend less time sitting on your backside and more time up and moving. And you'll have a healthier and a happier life. And that is the best advice you may ever get. You have one life. That's it. There are only so many days. There are only so many weekends. There are only so many years that you have been given. Would you rather spend your time sitting around wasting it with a television or video games or surfing the internet or learning a discipline and a skill which will completely change your life? The martial arts will give that to you. So, that is from my book called Warrior's Way. A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. If you haven't picked it up yet, uh, you'd do me a great favor (laughs) if you picked up a copy. You can find it on Amazon or any of the places that you download um, an ebook, whether you use a Kobo or a Kindle. And it is all about the kind of things that we're trying to talk about in this podcast. And I think that the advice that I give there to get up and to do something, but not just do something, but to train, I think that is something powerful. I've been training in the martial arts now for literally almost four decades. And I can tell you that it has brought me through some pretty terrible times. Times when, looking back, I wonder how I would have made it through that if it hadn't been for my training, if it hadn't been for my teachers, if it hadn't been for the other students, if it hadn't been for my students, if it hadn't been for all of the things that the martial arts are. The martial arts provide you the ability to create a calm, placid center in the midst of chaos. And what else can do that? You're not going to find it in a person. You are not going to find it in a job You are not going to find it in drugs or alcohol or anything else. Not really. The martial arts, though, as a vehicle to creating the eye of a storm, if nothing else, will change your life. I really recommend if you're listening to this podcast or if you're having a hard time in your life, or maybe you train and you're taking a break because life's just too busy, too hard, too whatever. Get up. Stop complaining. Stop telling yourself reasons why not and get on those mats. Find yourself a school that is good and a teacher that inspires you and students who are there for you and train. Train hard dive into it because what you'll find is what you get on the other side is a new you a you that you would never have expected was in there but the reality is that it was there right from the start the martial arts they have a power to transform you into that person that you were meant to be and i know that sounds kind of hokey but it is true And if you don't believe me, try it. If you're training and you're not finding that, maybe you're in the wrong school. Maybe you have the wrong teacher. Maybe you're practicing the wrong art for yourself. Maybe you're not pushing. Maybe you need to work harder. Do it. Do it. None of us knows what our life has in store for us. The martial arts will change the life that you have. And what more can you ask? You can't buy anything that is going to give you that. And in reality, you might be thinking, well, I I have to pay to take the martial arts. You know what? Most places that you will train in the martial arts, you are paying to help have the lights on. You are paying to pay the insurance. You are paying so that your instructor has gas in his car to get there to teach. (laughs) You're probably not making anybody rich. What you're doing is investing in yourself by investing in your school and the others. If you have to break it down, do the math and figure out how much you're actually paying per class and what you're getting out of it. And I bet you you'll be almost embarrassed. Because it's worth more. Because the changes that it's bringing you are worth more than that. Because the things that your instructor has to go through so that you can teach, you could not even imagine. Because the fortune that they've spent to further themselves so that you can learn is likely unbelievable. Because an instructor that is decent is rare. An instructor that is good is even more rare. An instructor who makes you work harder is yet more rare. And an instructor who inspires you and changes your life, that's like having found the Hope Diamond in your own pocket. So do it find a good jujitsu school study karate learn the filipino martial arts train it doesn't matter what it is find what you want or try a few things but train that's the secret there's no magic You get there by hard work. You get there by dedication. You get there by giving back. If you are leaving and you see your instructor after teaching for hours cleaning, guess what you should be doing? Helping them out. And most likely they're not going to let you take that mop, that rag, that vacuum. But help. Because that's showing that you care. That's showing that you understand. That's showing dedication and loyalty. And those things are kind of rare these days. So the question today is about diet. If you train in the martial arts, what kind of diet should you be on? And I will tell you, I am not a big fan of diets. (laughs) Um, Most diets, if you haven't figured this out yourself, their motivation is not your health and well-being. Their motivation is earning money. Most diets, someone is making money off of it. Whether it's because you have to buy something or you have to... Uh, subscribe to something, or whatever it is. There's usually financial gain for somebody. When I think of diets, what I think of is very simple. I think of the food triangle. If you don't know what that is, you can Google it yourself. It's all out there. What I think about uh, as diet is eating healthy. Staying away from refined and processed foods. Drinking fluids that will help your body. So I'm not about to tell you that you shouldn't drink orange juice or cranberry juice or something like that. But I will tell you what your body needs is water. That's what you need. If you look at me myself, the bulk of what I drink is water i also enjoy tea and i also like a few cups of coffee a day and that's it yes on the occasion i think it is perfectly fine to have yourself a beer i'm a canadian we love our beer but you don't do anything to the extreme stay in control and be smart you go binging and get yourself plastered And you have to ask yourself then what kind of martial artist you are. Moderation is the thing. Have fun, by all means. But understand that you are your weapon. You are your training. And I would imagine that you would think your body that is this amazing machine is not powered on... Uh, slushy drinks or pop or any of these things that you probably already know you shouldn't be drinking. The same goes for food. That's not to say you can't have a chocolate bar. That's not to say you can't, you know, enjoy something that you like. But again, that is in moderation. You should be eating fruit and berries and nuts and vegetables. If you eat meat, you should be trying to eat it as balanced and as cleanly as you can. I myself, I'm a vegetarian and have been for most of my life. Actually, I don't even remember not being a vegetarian. It's been so long. Have a balanced diet, if that's the word that you want to use. But... All of the fads come and go, and that's what you'll find in this life. Live long enough, and you'll look back, and you'll be like, wow, there was this diet, there was that diet, and if they were so good, why are they not around anymore? And I think you know the answer. So there you go. Eat good food. Eat balanced food. Do some research on what's good for you and what you need. Your body already knows The next thing that goes in with that is what kind of supplements do I take? And I don't really subscribe to the idea of taking supplements anymore. Um, In my younger days, I used to think that they helped. I will not lie because I believed things that I was told. where instead I should have listened to my body, done some research, and and found out for myself, I don't think a lot of it really does much for you. I think that every so often, vitamins are a pretty good idea. Um, I take some iron after I give blood, because I give blood regularly, and I want to make sure that my iron count is up, especially being a vegetarian. Um... I do taste. I've started recently to take turmeric because I have uh, read a lot on all of the benefits of it. Um, I would have it in my food more, but I don't really have too much food that has turmeric in it, so I supplement it with my meals. and And that's really it. I don't, um, as most some of you may know from previous podcasts i work out like crazy but i don't take protein i don't take any of these other pre-workouts and post-workouts and all this other stuff that i honestly they're just taking your money you don't need it if you need a little umph before you work out you know what have a coffee that will do the same thing um the rest of it it's hype and you i can guarantee you don't need it You don't need to cut down on your carbs unless all you're doing is eating a loaf of bread every day. You don't need to cut out, you know, all of these things that people cycle through that they they need to cut out or they need more of. What you need is balance. And most of the things that you need, you can get from eating healthy foods. And uh, that's the key thing. Don't take away what I'm saying is eat anything. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying eat healthy foods. Take care of your body. Put into your body what you expect to take out of it. And then I think you're going to be okay. If you fill it with garbage all the time, guess what you're going to get? Don't forget that you only have this. And you, I think, want to have it for as long as you want. So take care of it. And it will take care of you. So there you go. I think that will tie up today's podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please give it a review. Better yet, pass it on to your friends. Tell them to listen to it. Heck, put it on their phones and make them listen to it. (laughs) Um, Share it on Facebook. Uh, Do whatever you can to help spread the word because this stuff spreads that way. As you know, these things are free and that's how you pay back What you're getting from it, if you're getting something. And realize that if you get something in this life, ask yourself what you benefited from it and how you can repay it. And I think that's a good way to live your life with everything that you do. It's like I say to my kids' classes when I teach them be a good friend, be good to animals, be good to strangers, be good to your friends and your parents and your teachers. If you are enjoying the podcast as well, we just started up a Facebook page, if you are into such things. um, It's a good way to get in touch with me and to pass on any questions you might have. Um, I post interesting things on there, or I've started to, it's pretty new. Um, So look it up, like it, follow it, whatever you do with that. Um, the other one is you can find me through my martial arts school, which is the Eek Academy of Martial Arts, just like my name. And other than that, if you are loving this podcast, like I said, please do a review. Um, it makes a difference. It makes a difference to me. The other thing you can do is if you want to support this podcast, which would be awesome, um, there are some books that I've written which really kind of follow what we talk about in this podcast. So you can pick up the paper copies of the book through Amazon. Um, My first book is called Warrior's Way, as I mentioned. The second one is called A Wolf in the Woods which we'll talk about in future podcasts that go into me delving deeper into my training and my philosophy of training after having fought a wolf in the woods, if you can imagine. Um, and then I also have a training journal, which my students all seem to love. So I hope you pick up a copy of that too and, and try it out. Um, all three of those things are available on Amazon as actual books, or the two of them you can buy as ebooks for a reasonable price as well. Um, in the near future, I have a bunch of other books coming out. I think I've got three sitting there being slowly edited through, so there'll be more coming as well. Um, so look forward to that. Um, other than that, get out there and train. Use your training to help you enjoy your life more and to get more out of it. The things that we learn in the dojo follow us into our lives. We might not think that it does at first, but it does. And in time, it changes everything. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about making our life the best that it can be through taking a look at our life, how we live it, and our training. So there you go. Have a great day. Have an amazing life. Train hard and go and have some fun. Thank you.